Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to Fitzy and Hart on Boston Sports Original. WEI. Top of the second hour here on the Fitzy and Hart radio show on Boston Sports Original, WEI. You can get in touch with us any which way you prefer on the socials, text line 37937, and of course, 617-779-7937. We will welcome your Red Sox thoughts at any point in the program. Of course, anything Patriots related, if you want to get on the blower and holler at your boys, we're here for you. And of course, Celtics, especially when in our number two, the producer of the program, there was a little bit of a tag out during the commercial break. Out goes the Braverman. We'll talk to him tomorrow on the Six Rings postgame show. And in comes from Braintree, where he assistant coached the Womps to victory on a Friday night and, of course, does a bang-up job not only producing the Six Rings podcast, but also as our WEEI.com Celtics beat writer, the one and only Terp, Justin Turpin in the house. How you doing, Terp? Big win last night hanging in there. How are you guys? I think uh, we were all victorious last night, Andy. Yep. This is a room full of winners right here. Winners. We ABC, we always be closing games right. with victories. We eaten that dub like Jameis Winston. Ah, yeah, God, man, that's a W right there. Eat it up. We had, yeah, winner here, winner there, winner for Terp. Jeez, wow. This, why don't we just rename the Saturday show the Winners Club? Yeah, we were going to have uh, Wiggy on to talk Patriots, but then we were like, he doesn't fit in. <laughs> Sorry, Wig. Too soon? Nope. <laughs> nope, not at all. You know what? You talk a big game, you got to get ready whenever the heat comes around the corner. That's, That's right. That's just how it goes. Sounds like it was a good game down at the old uh, Braintree Highfield last night as well. I'm sure everyone was regaled with quality football and a good night enjoyment. Uh, dart, you dart across the street, Terp, for a little Braintree brew house, uh, some bar pie and suds. Jake and Joe's last night. Mixed it up. Not Jake and Joe's. Quality establishment. Oh, yeah. It's lots, great. Lots of room, too. I got to love a nice roomy spot. I don't remember. I can't. Sadly, How I don't remember are you? the last Lots time I went to a sports bar. Nice roomy spot. I like a good. I got like a good. Well, do you want to be on top of each other and just like, oh, uh, geez, excuse me, as I reach across your table to get a napkin for mine? You know what I'm talking well, about? Well, I'll like, just say it would be very low on my list of requirements for a good sports bar is roominess. I'm looking for ice cold beer, some good apps, a good atmosphere, some good TVs I can see, and then maybe somewhere down the line I'd say, huh, it's got good elbow room in this place. I like a little elbow room. I'm going to be honest. I like a little elbow room. Grandpa. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm gramped out hardcore today. I didn't get enough sleep. It's uh, You know how it goes. I was um, visited the uh, the FanDuel Sportsbook, speaking of sports bars, at Mohegan a little while ago. Talk mm. about room to roam and delicious food. Ooh. 
We should take. We should do a company. You know what? At the end of the season, tell you what, Terp. We'll treat you uh, for all the good work you do, and definitely don't get paid enough for. Hart and I will treat you to an afternoon at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Mohegan. How's that sound? Oh hell yeah, I'm in. And then Andy will stiff me with the tab. Probably. I uh, I got to go to the bathroom and then, uh, guys, I actually, I got a call. I actually had to go home. So, uh, Fitzy, you oh, got that, right? Oh, that's weird. Andy, you got a call. You left your phone on the table. <laughs> I uh, I got a burner phone that I keep in the bathroom, actually. Oh, does Mrs. It. Hart know about the burner? How about that? <laughs> Very interesting indeed. Uh, it was a good Friday for one and all. We didn't have a lot of Boston sports action on a Friday, which is interesting. We have two games tonight. The Bruins, who have yet to lose a hockey game in regulation this year and that one loss for them still in overtime was a weird one kind of almost one of those that's a good loss in a way like you, you sort of write your mind to the idea that it's a good loss like okay guys you're off to a great start we're a different team than last year somehow we actually might almost be better whatever uh you know you can't just go like with a two goal lead you can't go sleep at the wheel uh, with a couple minutes left like you just you can't do it you got to play also play to the final whistle you got to go 60 minutes straight uh, so hopefully the Bruins learn from that. We'll see how they do tonight against the Red Wings of Detroit. And the Celtics are in the BK tonight, Andy, to take on the Metropolitans at the Rusty Alien Spaceship at the corner of Flatbush and Atlantic, otherwise known as the Backlays. Let me ask you this, boys. Terp, you can weigh in on this one as well, please. Is this the first test for the Boston Celtics? And or if you think this will be a good game but not a real test, for this new reconfigured Boston Celtics team, what game is it that'll be their first big test? Or when will you, when will you be concerned with watching all forty-eight minutes? As in, like, okay, this game against the Sixers or Milwaukee—that'll be their first big test. I think not having Derek White tonight changes things. Like they've kind of showed improvement of they're not playing down to their competition, which is something they did last year. Uh, they're coming out with fast starts, but now you're kind of taking someone out of that top six rotation. So I guess it is kind of a different test tonight. But, you know, in terms of, you know, actual teams that will give them a run for their money, I mean, you really don't see one in the East. The Bucks are just not playing good basketball right now. Yeah, I'm not going to eliminate the Bucks just yet. I agree they're not playing good basketball, and this is always the risk we talk about of these uh, pairings of superstars and duos and trios and super teams, how they actually play when they get on the court together. Um, but I'm not going to write the Bucks off just yet, but I agree with you, Terp. I, I think the one question we're going to have with this team is personnel-wise, like as the year unfolds, who's available, different rotations, how do they play, because they don't have a ton of – um, bench depth. A lot of their depth is obviously in the starting lineup, as maybe as deep a starting lineup as there is in the NBA. Um, so I do think as as these types of little mini speed bumps, as they hit the rumble strip on the side of the highway, they're in the high speed lane still, but they hit the rumble strip a little. How do they adjust? Because you mentioned it, the 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 improvement in terms of putting their foot on somebody's throat. The other night, they scored more points in the second half with the bench playing than they did in the first, and they scored 75 in the first half. So, <laughs> like, I, I love that. And I know Rich Keefe was like, oh, these, these comparisons are popping up with the uh, 07-08 Celtics team. But to me, I keep thinking of the 07 Patriots with this team. You, you got this guy, this freak of nature, long, lanky freak of nature who's added to the star power, and now games are over in the first quarter. If you missed the first quarter, you missed the game with these Celtics um, on some nights, and that's the way it was with those, those Moss-led Patriots, if you remember. It was like, 
28 nothing in Buffalo on Sunday night, and you're like, but it just started. Yeah, I I got a beer. What happened? How did did all this scoring happen? And that's where these Celtics I got lost in this roomy sports bar that Fitzy recommended. Next thing I know. Yeah, I couldn't see the TV because there was too much room in the sports bar. Well, that's how these Celtics are, and... I I have I'm really really excited about these Celtics and where this season goes. I love the way they're playing basketball. I love the talent, the spin a dial with who's good on any given night to have their big night. Oh, it's Porzingis. Oh, it's Tatum. Oh, it's Brown. I I, I think they're going to be so much fun over the course of the season. Now speaking uh, back to the Celtics in a second, but speaking of long and lanky, did you gentlemen happen to see the photo that was making the rounds on the X this morning? Maybe it even went up last night. Of Victor Wembanyama uh, posting up for a jump shot over Kevin Durant. Now, Kevin Durant, mind you, is a seven-foot-tall human being with very, very, very long arms. And Wembanyama, while he's up for the jump shot, is uh, he has about a foot over. <laughs> yep. Over Durant. It's the wildest thing. I think I have like the most physically anomalous, unbelievable, freak of nature, true unicorn thing I have seen on a basketball court. This guy, what did he put up? Thirty-eight points in his was that his second or his third game? Third game, yeah, third. Yeah. Holy smokes! He's the most unique uh, athlete that we've ever seen. I believe just the 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 body, the build, the as long as he doesn't break. Because yeah, I do have that fear. He looks breakable. He looks like when yeah. you go into those like knick-knack shops that says you break it, you buy it, and that's what he looks like. But he is just an unbelievably unique basketball player with his size, his athleticism, his shooting ability. Um, he He's a fun addition to the NBA world. And the craziest thing is he's 19 years old. Right? That's insane. He's 19 years old. Yep. What the? What in the holy? He's listed at seven foot four. <laughs> It's yeah, crazy. He's, he's seven. He's not, he hasn't even finished growing yet. Nope. He's long yeah. and strong. The Good only luck. players younger than Wemby to score 38-plus points in a game, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Anthony Edwards, Carmelo Anthony. Not a bad list, according to Pretty the good. Stat, stat Muse. Pretty damn good there. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that he is truly something. Just to see already, look, we can't already declare him a massive success. We can't say, like, oh, they, they hit it rich, but, like, when it comes to the San Antonio Spurs and jumping all over giant draft picks that seem like once-in-a-generation talents, they seem to do a pretty good job. And I know it's been a long, long wait since the good old days of Tim Duncan, but this kid is something like he may be. And this is what we're talking. This sort of you know ties back into the Red Sox, Andy, and also sort of plays forward into the Patriots. You know what's fun to do sometimes? To just pay money to go watch stars play their sport. Kevin Durant, sure, star. Obviously, Phoenix, they're all in this year. That's a star-laden team. They should be fun. But, like, when Wembenyama comes to your town, aren't you going to want to go see this guy that is borderline circus freakish, once-in-a-lifetime size, talent, generational, crazy unicorn? Like, it's fun. And on the Red Sox this year, there was a dearth of star power. On the Patriots right now, who's the one per You and I have mentioned this a million times, Andy. Which jersey would you buy? Who are you showing up for and paying hundreds of dollars for tickets, parking, concessions, beverages, and more to go see at Gillette, you know, eight, nine Sundays out of a year? Well, I'll tie uh, Wembenyama in a little bit differently to your New England Patriots. How did the uh, Spurs get him? Uh, the, oh, they sat down for a nice, hearty Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. Absolutely. They ate some Thanksgiving pie, and then they took a freak number one overall. Now, you're not probably going to get number one overall, but that player you're talking about 
Maybe that's Drake May. I know that was a popular one this week. Some mock draft had the, the Patriots getting Drake May. Whoever it is, that's the payoff for the pain of a fall of Thanksgiving in November and December. And I know it's a great debate in New England. Oh, Belichick could never do it. They'll never tank. People like me saying we're not tanking. We just suck. Whatever the whole um, sort of narrative may be, the payoff can be a decade 15 years of I have a freak that I want to see I have Mm -hmm. a player that I want to go watch I have a player that could turn my team around and win games and be the future successes for um, the current failures so it's I know it's tough to think about in New England for where we've been for 20 years but remember the Spurs were in the same spot the Spurs were the Patriots of the NBA consistent oh, is, winning the cantankerous coach i and love then, it when you workshop a column on the air because i can abs- already see and here it is absolutely the, it, this is andy's next andy's next piece it's going to sometime this week at wei.com i can already see it coming and if you don't do it i'll be happy to but i have a feeling you're going to yep it's going to be hey bill belichick time to get greg popovich on the phone yep and that's or the maybe whole the entire Patriots idea, should like, be spurred to lose <laughs> justin can you lower andy's mic for a few minutes <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that's that's a really good point. Like Greg Popovich is considered by and large the Bill Belichick of the NBA, and I'm sure it absolutely killed him and ground his gears to have to stink out loud for a while. But look at the reward. Yep. And that massive, ta- literally a massive talent. And, you know, we'll get to what you have to look forward to and what you know, what what prizes we'll have our eyes on tomorrow and going forward with these New England Patriots in the back half of this very wonky, unpredictable, and rather joyless season thus far for your New England Patriots, maybe that's it. Maybe it's just being competitive and sitting down to a Thanksgiving meal. Who knows? And, of course, it's so very coincidental that the Patriots happen to be playing the Commanders this week. We heard a juicy little rumor about the Commanders and the Patriots. We'll get into as well momentarily at 617-779-7937. I apologize. I'm going to own that one, just like right now. Justin Turpin is going to own this trending. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The final injury report has been released for the Patriots as they get set to host the Washington Commanders tomorrow at Gillette Stadium. Devontae Parker has been ruled out with a concussion, and Calvin Anderson has been placed on injured reserve with an illness. Trent Brown, Tyquan Thornton, Christian Barmore, Farrell Brown, Jonathan Jones, Vidarian Lowe, Josh Uche, and Dietrich Wise are among 10 Patriots questionable. For Washington, their second-leading receiver, Curtis Samuel, is out with a toe injury. Kickoff from Gillette is at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. The NBA's only undefeated team, the Boston Celtics, return to action tonight in Brooklyn. They'll be without Derek White, who's missing the game due to personal reasons, ending in his streak of 118 straight games played, including playoffs. Tip-off in Brooklyn is set for 7.30. The Bruins are also back in action to face the Red Wings in Detroit tonight at 7.30. Uh, Charlie McAvoy is appealing his four-game suspension for his illegal hit on Panthers' Oliver ekman Larson. In Red Sox news, Justin Turner declined his 2024 player option and will become a free agent. And, a, and pitcher Corey Kluber will also hit the open market after the team declined his $11 million team option. And Boston College knocked off Syracuse last night in the Carrier Dome, 17-10. Thomas Castellanos gave the Eagles the lead with 2.33 left in the fourth quarter on a seven-yard touchdown run. Now it's 6-3 and 3-2 and and in ACC play. BC will welcome Virginia Tech a week from today. I'm Justin Turpin. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Boston's Sports Original. One twenty-two in the p.m. here on a lovely autumn Saturday on Boston Sports Original, 93.7 FM, WEEI. We're talking a little New England Patriots now because they've got a big one tomorrow. Or, well, I mean, every game's a big one in the NFL, I should say. But uh, there is a lot of intrigue as to which way the season's going to go, how the Patriots could possibly pull out of this tailspin, if it's even worth it. Andy says they need to have a seat at the Thanksgiving table and play for next year, develop their draft pick status. There are those who say the Patriots will never do as much, and then there are those of us that are caught somewhere in between. That's where I happen to find myself. But right now, we will quickly find a caller who would like to talk some Celtics coming out of that last break. It's Bobby in Cambridge. Eh, there went Bobby. Okay, Bob, Bobby. We almost thought we had Screw you, you Bobby. Come, hey, maybe Bobby's going to hear that I was going to take his call, and he'll call back because we could yeah. squeeze him in. Maybe it's we won't have time for Bobby then. Maybe we'll have moved on because life comes at you fast. Well, there's someone who probably will not be calling the Six Rings postgame show tomorrow now that you told him to go screw himself, Andy. Or maybe he will. Maybe he's a normal human being who knows I'm just kidding. Uh, Let's hope so. One one would imagine, but you know what happens when you assume. Uh, All right, so for the average fan that hasn't... uh, for the for the diehard, for the, the Foxborough faithful Andy that hasn't yet punted on the season, that refuses to lose, that doesn't want to say fare thee well, and we'll see you in 2024, what, what are they watching for? Aside from just, hey, it's football. You only get so many games a year. You watch, you root on your team. That's what a, a loyal and faithful fan does. What, what, are, we, what are we watching for? So the, the easy, obvious answer is young players. And yep. on the offensive side of the ball, we had Kayshawn Booty talk about um, his number maybe being called this week, how it's been a struggle to not play since week one. Bill Belichick saying he's at his best week of practice. So, you know, with all the injuries and other issues, obviously Kendrick Bourne is gone for the year with the torn ACL. You have the possibility of you're going to see a whole hell of a lot of, obviously, 
Demario Douglas, but also Kayshawn Booty, Tyquan Thornton, a guy that a lot of people are still, or maybe not a lot of people, some people are still hopeful could contribute or uh, develop. I know uh, Mac Jones has talked about that ability to possibly stretch the field and maybe do more than that, blah, blah, blah. But those trio of young receivers, in my opinion, are the first thing you're hopeful that, huh, silver lining. Parker's not playing. Juju's not playing. Bourne's out. We see the young guys, and then maybe it's like in a preseason game, you're like, huh, these young guys, all they needed was their opportunity. Maybe they can make some plays. So optimistically speaking, you're mm-hmm. watching young receivers try to take advantage of their opportunity and put their talents on display. Now, Tyquan Thornton was a healthy scratch last week, which yep. is still just not good. borderline stunning to me. I just can't, for the love of money and anything else, figure out exactly what in the holy hell is going on with this guy during his Patriots <clears throat> career to date his second year here in the national football league but why wouldn't see that's the thing i if i'm the patriots i have absolutely nothing short of a what do we have to lose attitude why wouldn't you just you know jalen rager come on now and Devonte parker is obviously out because he got concussed last week gee whiz it's almost like the referee should have called a helmet to helmet hit otherwise okay. how did parker get concussed okay. i digress great officiating last week no. Officiating sucks. I can con- everywhere. Con- uh, yep, I saw it last night, Friday night. Yep, under the lights. Yep. Still, no, sucks. there's no way. To, I was yelling. No way to My voice it. feels funny because the officials suck so bad. Oh boy, so bad. But anyway, so poor Parker gets popped last week. Should have been a penalty. It's not. Now he's going to miss the game this week. Kendrick Bourne tears his ACL. Now he's out for the remainder of the season. Tough way to go, considering he was showing up and showing out in a contract year. We'll see where that goes. I really hope the Patriots re-sign him and give him another crack next year. And the year after that, because his, talk about all your priorities, energy, effort, and attitude. Nobody had it going on better yep. this year than Kendrick Bourne. So let's see who we can work with. Let's see who we can go to battle with. Let's see who's got some talent. Let's see who's a gamer and a grinder. You know Pop Douglas, pop culture, has been an absolute find and a revelation for sure. How? But how about, but how about can Tyquan Thornton make it through an entire game, let alone a stretch of the season or God forbid, an entire season. And what can he really do when he's out there and told, okay, go find some grass, be the fastest person on the field? And what of what of, and what of Kayshawn Booty? Is there any chance we may see in a game where, uh, quite honestly, Emmanuel Forbes, promising young cornerback, drafted right before Christian Gonzalez? I bet they'd love a do-over on that one. Uh, a secondary that can be had. Why not just test these guys out tomorrow and just see what you have? Because and otherwise, if it's just going to be a conservative game plan now that Washington trades away Montez Sweat and Chase Young, stop, please. Why would it be that... conservative? The opposite. Sling yeah. the damn ball. Go and I know it. Trent Brown is a question mark um, at left tackle, but you, the other team traded away 11 and a half sacks. They traded away their two best edge rushers. And you can tell me, oh, this guy, too little or too hill or too, whatever the hell the, the two-name guy is that's stepping up and filling the void. Two hill. Uh, yep. Three Hill, don't care Hill. Um, one, you need it's to one Three Hill is his name, <laughs> right? Uh, throw the ball, like take it, try it, like try to make plays, try to inject some life into the home crowd, try to have some fun. You know my other rule: there's energy, effort, and attitude. There's also the entertainment factor. Try to entertain me in the football game as you play, and people want to see the young receivers. I'd like to go back to the time training camp. Demario Douglas was maybe one of their most consistent players from day one through the entirety of August action. And a year ago, Tyquan Thornton 
impressed me in training camp, and it wasn't just his ability to run by people. He had a route tree. He was better running routes than I expected him to be. Hell, mm-hmm. they had him working as a uh, gunner on punt and doing some of those things. Go out there, take the athlete who is one of the fastest players you have, unleash him. And if he breaks or if he stinks, well, now you know moving forward he's not part of the future. And as you go through whatever this offseason will be, the rebuild, retool, blow it up, don't care, whatever, maybe you'll know, okay, what my grade is on him. Because I think the second half of this season to some degree is about that. Forget the, okay, forget the young players. Those mm-hmm. could be fun. If I'm Robert Kraft and Jonathan Kraft, I don't know who's running the team next year. That's a whole separate topic. But I'm making decisions where I'm learning as an owner. I'm learning, is Kyle Duggar a, you know, trench guy? You know, a guy you want to go down a dark alley with? Is he going to give you everything he has over the second half of a lost season? Because if so, maybe I do want to sign him. Or Josh Uche, Mike Onwenu. Some of these guys, are they long-term? You learn about their football character as as Matthew Slater says, and maybe you learn, I want to build around that guy. We don't really have a core. I want that guy, Kyle Duggar, to be part of my core because I was impressed with the professionalism and the effort and the attitude that he brought in a lost season. So I think some of those guys are what you can watch for. For the, the Jabril Peppers attitude, we see Jabril Peppers. He's bringing it. I, I have no mm-hmm. doubt that until he gets asked to not play, until he gets hurt, whatever it may be, Jabril Peppers is giving you what he has. Who else you got? Who else is doing that? And who right. else do you want doing that moving forward? And see that that's the thing. Like you can challenge the 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 temerity, you can challenge the fortitude, the manhood, the the the, the, the desire and the will to win of all these guys as as often as you as you want. But like they may just they may go into preservation mode for next season. Some of them that are free agents to be like Kyle Duggar could be playing for a contract. Some guys may just be gamers like Jabril Peppers, and they're going to give you everything they got and then some. But this is a such a crucial time for the Patriots, not in their pursuit of a postseason berth. I don't think anyone within the sound of our voices right now is going to come on the air. And please feel free at 617-779-7937. Please feel free to hop on the airwaves and convince us how and why the New England Patriots would make the playoffs this season. You now have to look while you try to give your fans who pay a lot of money a good product to watch or a reasonably entertaining product with some promise and potential looking forward you got to give them something you got to give them something to watch you got to give them something to to pin their hopes to andy cuz you know i hate to say it the uh second hand market for tickets tomorrow yeesh pretty pretty easy get <laughs> get in the get in price is pretty easy tomorrow put it that way you're not paying uh, you you can get in under sticker you like What's it going to take for me to get you into this Commanders Patriots game? The answer is not sticker. Don't walk away. We can do a deal. Yeah, Keep we can do whatever you need. Finance, finance, finance. Don't worry about you know, it. IOU, sure, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, it's and they're there already, and it's game nine. It's the literal halfway point for them of the twenty twenty three season as well. I want to know if Kayshawn Booty can be a difference maker. I would like to know if Tyquan Thornton has game changing speed. I'd like to see Pop Douglas as the focal point of the receiving core. I would love to see Ramondre Stevenson have a big, bad game as well. It's probably the right kind of line to do it against as well, though Deron Payne can show up and be a game wrecker any given Sunday himself as well. Payne. My prediction, Payne. Uh, and that's the th- and then on the defensive side of the ball, okay, who else Who else is here next year? I saw, I saw our pal Andrew Callahan had put together a nice piece in the Boston Herald about how Jelani Tavai has been one of those guys this year who has seized his opportunity 
and played really good football. Like, I know he was almost a little bit of a – he's gone from punchline guy to glue guy over the last 18 months. And Absolutely. Good for him. Good yep. for him. Now, I don't know if that's good for you. That's good for him. I don't know if that's good for you. Um, he, he, he might be one of your better, more consistent players, and he might be one of your better, more consistent players. Like, there could be a, a pro and a con to that landing point because mm-hmm. I think if he's your 11th player, you'll love it. Oh, these are great. Like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, the contributions. Absolutely. And then if you're like, wait, he's one of our uh, three or four best players, then you're like, eh, we should probably get some other good players around him. Yeah. We may need to draft a little bit better as well. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, we'll see how these recent drafts pan out. Yeah, Kyle Duggar. Why does the tone change there? For, <laughs> why, for me? Yeah. Come on. T- stay upbeat, Fitzy. The t- no, I'm going to be. I just, I, I don't feel I don't it. Know. You're faking it. I don't feel it. Nope. No, I'm doing the best I can. I'm not putting on never a show. You get the honest, straight cut, pure, unfiltered Fitzy every time I come on these airwaves. I am never going to tell you something just because I think it's what a, a listener wants to hear or because it's going to bait some calls and some engagement on the radio. Can't do it just the same way that Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick probably could never sit down for a Thanksgiving feast, which is going to be difficult for the Patriots as well. Um, looking to the other big story of the week, though, Patriots-wise, Andy, Mm. Uh, I know we discussed it on the Six Rings podcast earlier this week, and I, it became a little bit of a thing as the week progressed as well. The convenience of the Washington Commanders and the New England Patriots playing this week with the, uh, we'll just call it the uh, thought drop, if you will, the the nugget from Pro Football Talk's Mike Florio. In case anyone didn't get a chance to hear this, this was Zach Gelb from CBS Sports Radio, friend of the program, Earlier this week, talking with Pro Football Talks, Mike Florio, about a rumor, a a very juicy little nugget that he had heard in NFL circles recently and how it pertains to not only this weekend's matchup, but most especially your head football coach of the New England Patriots. Take it away, Terp. You know, I'm, I'm hearing chatter to this effect, not that it's reporting, but when you're plugged into the NFL grapevine and you hear something like this, it's too good to keep to yourself. There's a theory out there that when the season ends, Josh Harris, the new owner, excuse me, of the commanders, is going to call the Patriots wow. and inquire about what it would take to to get Bill Belichick. So the Patriots wouldn't fire him. The Patriots would essentially trade him to Washington and avoid any further financial obligation, get something back. Remember, they had to give up some stuff to get him when he was the Jets head coach for like a day in 2000. And so there's a thought out there that that's how this is going to go. Everybody goes in Washington. Josh Harris makes a play for Bill Belichick, and Bob Kraft does not say no to it because he, in theory, is ready to move on as well. So there you have it. Mike Florio saying he had heard a swirling rumor, one that Andy and I both have heard as well, respectively, and not just in the past week as well. It's been one of those... Uh, one of the, what would you call it? A worst kept secret, if you will? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much veracity there is to it. Sure. There's a lot of, or who, se- who, you know, rumors out there. And, sure. And, who crafted it? Who created it? Why this game of telephone is getting played, whatever. But right. Josh Harris, the majority owner of the Washington football team, the commanders, the, the Washington rebrands, if you will, because I'm sure they'll probably have another name next year or the year after. Ownership group with Magic Johnson and others. Enamored of and borderline obsessed with the idea of making a splash ron rivera probably not long for the football team they're going to probably look to get a new head coach next year and with the 
the doubt clouds that have surrounded Gillette Stadium in recent year, one has to wonder if it'll be a little bit of a uh, a little change of scenery would be good for all parties. Uh, I I just wonder, did we get a feel as the week progressed with the uh, the lust or zest, the appetite, if you will, of the Foxborough faithful for possibly trading Bill Belichick and all parties moving on next year, Andy? Did you, just in talking with parents, online, mm. wherever you do your Pat's work, did you get a feel for it? Yeah, I think beyond just the Washington rumor, speculation, mm -hmm. in general, I think there is a majority of the fan base that is is ready or preparing themselves to be ready to move on from Bill Belichick more than has ever been the case historically. There's just a very small portion of in Bill We Trust left. Um, there's a large portion that the guys at Dink get rid of them, and then there's this growing portion of we had a great run, but it's time to rip the Band-Aid off. What's the exit strategy? I, I do. I think the appetite is there. Yeah, I'm starting to get the feeling that there is too. I feel like for every three or four people that say, time to move on, time for everyone to get a fresh start, it's been great, we need a new voice, we need some new energy, some new dynamics here, there's one person, I'd say it's maybe like a three to one, if I just had to quantify, it's a three to one ratio of let's, let's freshen things up, it'll be in the best interest of all parties to move on because Lord knows Bill Belichick, the same guy that trades everyone a year or two too early, if he was looking at himself as the coach and the the program builder probably would do something similar as well. Like you can get yep. value from me. Go ahead, go get a couple of twos or get a one and a three, whatever it may, whatever it may be. There's one person for every three time to move ons that says, that's it. If they trade Belichick, we're sunk 20 years of darkness and I'm never watching again to which I say, like, I don't, I don't really see that as disloyalty from uh, the fan base or from the organization. Like he's been here a quarter of a century invariably almost all legends finish their career somewhere else like and we even mentioned this on the podcast this week if he bill belichick loves the nfc east obviously immense respect for the new york giants and his involvement in that organization the Mars, the roonies etc but also washington who else coached there wasn't it uh did hallis have something to do with the organization well, obviously joe gibbs and of gibbs. course uh, Curly Lambeau and Vince Lombardi were organized. Vince Lombardi coached the uh, the, then George known, the artist formerly known as the Redskins. George Allen, all the people that Historic. he holds dear. Yep, there's no question that I think that would be uh, on some level a draw to him. I've even had people speculate, um, where's Bill's loyalties this week in terms of winning this game and which team he might be drafting for in, in April and which draft pick he wants to be better and things of that nature. Sure, I mean, like, so... This is a fascinating wrinkle as well. So the the commanders trade away their two best pass rushers this week, Chase Young for a third-round pick to the San Francisco 49ers and Montez Sweat for a second-round pick to the Chicago Bears. The Bears, we teased it earlier, just wrapped up a four-year, $98 million deal with Montez Sweat. So obviously... They prioritized somebody that they wanted to make sure they had an exclusive negotiating window with, and they got him. They got their guy, and so now they get one of the best pass rushers. And, you know, good for them. I think it's still a lot to give up when you probably could have thrown that kind of money or maybe a little bit more at him in the offseason and not given up such a valuable pick like a second rounder. But, okay, to each his own. That's how they want to do business out that way. Uh, but, yeah, that's it's fascinating. You can look at it like, did the commanders 
Uh, did the commanders trade away those draft picks because they didn't think they were going to resign them uh, and get draft picks so that they could pursue somebody like Bill Belichick? Like, well, we probably aren't get these guys. Is Belichick mad that they got rid of those defenders? Obviously, he can't go get sweat now, but he could still bid back on Chase Young if he wanted to bring him back into the fold. Who knows? And if you want to just follow this down that wormhole, yeah, you could look at it this weekend like, is this going to be like one of those uh, what Parcells making 56 phone calls to the Jets during Super Bowl week when he was supposed to be getting ready to play Green Bay? Like, if there's any veracity to this rumor whatsoever, I could make this weekend all the more interesting. Well, and it also makes it, as we joked earlier in the week on the podcast, makes it easier for his people to talk to your people, so to speak, because everybody's going to be at Gillette Stadium, so there doesn't need to be a text, an email, a phone call. It can just nope. simply be we're in line for the uh, the nachos and be like, hey, uh, so can you pass the ladle for the cheese? And uh, by the way, what's what's it going to cost for us to get Belichick, right? I mean, it's right there. It's like you can have the conversation. No one would ever be the wiser. Nope. And who knows? You could lay the foundation. As far as the draft picks go, there's also the question of you really can't rig it because – if let's just say the the commanders are going to trade a two, well, does Bill want the commanders two to be lower because he's given it away, or does he want it to be higher because he's going to be making the other picks? What pick does he want the Patriots to get? So really, I'm not sure it would play into the game, but it makes for a fun soap opera. It does, and we could use a little extra drama or some soap opera action just to gussy up the season and make things a little more interesting. So what do you say, Pat fan, Pat's fans? What is your interest level in the idea? Could you tolerate, could you stomach the idea of Bill Belichick moving on in the offseason? And would you, if I could tell you, that you would get another number one draft pick for the quarter-century tenured coach, the six-time Super Bowl champion, the legend, the greatest coach ever on the sideline, would that interest you? Or would that be heresy and how dare I even make mention? 617-779-7937. There's your telephone number. Fitzy and Hart here with you until 3 p.m. on WEI. Broadcasting from the greatest sports city in the world. And the Red Sox have won the American League pennant. Hey, Ma Bell and Embry on the mound. From the Rubenstein Law Studios. 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEI. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Quick update on the Boston Celtics here as we look to take your phone calls on the Bill Belichick topic and your New England Patriots. What to make of the remainder of the season, how you looking at tomorrow's game, and what positives to divine out of a season so far that is a bit sunken, teetering on being lost altogether. From our pal John Corrales. I hope John is nice to you, by the way, Terp. He's one of the nicest guys in the business and a regular uh, guest here on the program. Uh, no Caleb Claxton, no Cam Johnson, and no Ben Simmons for Brooklyn tonight versus Boston. So it's like they saw, like, I see your Derek White and I raise you three. Uh, three very good basketball players as well. What's the spread on the game tonight, Turf? Do you know are the Celtics heavy favorites? I didn't even look. Let me look. Give me one second. 
All right, you do that, and I'll jump over to the phone so we can talk to some of the good people of WEI listenership on these very New England Patriots. We'll start up in the 603. To the Granite State we go. Mike's up that way, and he wants to talk with Fitzy and Hart. How are you, Mike? Good. How are you guys? Doing well today, sir. Thanks, thanks for, for taking thanks for taking my call. First of all, regarding Belichick, um, I've said this many times, I think even on the airways. For 20 years, he had a quarterback that was not only great, but he played for about 15 to $20 million under his market value. No head coach in the NFL benefited more than that kind of a savings where you could take the savings and spread it around the rest of the roster. So in terms of my thoughts with Belichick, I don't really care if we get a bag of chips for him. I'd love to see change. Second point I want to make, I love how you guys are wondering about Boutte and Pop Douglas and Thornton this coming Sunday and moving forward. I love it too, but I'm wondering why are you stopping there? I want to see what they can do, but I don't want to see Mac throwing to them because I've seen enough of Mac. So I wouldn't mind going a step further and seeing if other people could throw them the ball. And the last point I want to make is, isn't it interesting that our best players in the whole organization are all on defense? Barmore, Duggar, Jabril Peppers, Judon. It's incredible. And I'm sorry, and Gonzalez, the number one pick. And really, right now, would you agree that our best offensive player is a sixth-round draft choice out of Liberty? Pop Douglas. Thank you. Love to hear your thoughts. Absolutely. Thank you for the call, Mike. Appreciate that. that I hold on. I'm just actually running that through the Fitzy and Hart AI detector. Oh, no lies detected in that call, Andy. Well, the only one I would push back on is I, I think um, if you want to see what Douglas and Thornton and Booty can do, yeah. you can't. I think he's sort of alluding to there maybe playing Malik Cunningham at quarterback. I don't know. Or throw I, in Greer, who uh, Mike Cadlick wrote a nice sure. piece about this week. Greer's a great unknown. He was also included in that uh, New England Football Journal uh, piece I talked about earlier about high school football when I didn't know this. In his, I think he won either the state title or the, the, the game before the state title game. He threw for a record 897 yards in a high school football game, which is ridiculous. Excuse, how many? 897. Yes, that you heard me correct. It was not a typo. It wasn't like 97 and we added an 8 or 89. Nope, nope. It was 897 Um, for Will Greer in a high school game. Unbelievable. Um, But see that that's where I still think Mac is the best quarterback you have, whatever you think of Mac. And if you throw a different quarterback in and it doesn't work well, is that on Douglas and Booty and Thornton or is that on the quarterback? I, I think the closest thing you have to a starting caliber NFL quarterback is Mac. So if you keep him out there and I put Thornton out there, at least I'm getting some semblance of an NFL offense, but I understand the larger point to some degree, though, like youth movement, see what you got, see what you got moving forward, what you need to build around. And then the defense thing, it is what it is. I don't know if it's by design, if it's by there's a hole in Bill Belichick and Matt Groh's swing, and that's drafting offensive players, but Mm -hmm. it's definitely better on that side of the ball than on the offensive side of the ball, yes. Yeah, uh, I I don't disagree with that. That's actually a very good point about, okay, if you want to see what Pop Douglas and Kayshawn Booty and Tyquan Thornton, should he be healthy enough to go, what they can do, then you probably need to give him someone who's practiced with him, someone who's familiar with him, who may, quote, give you the best chance to win right now. I mean, if Will Greer were the second coming of Brett Favre at this point, 
Uh, don't you think we probably would have seen him by this point, or or they yeah. would have given him a shot by now? Like if he was more than a mid level, mid to high level replacement player or backup quarterback, they may have given him a shot because Bill Belichick hates him some turnovers, and Mac Jones has had some awfully difficult ones this year. And no, plus today is um, not going to be the day we're going to have the. But look at the weapons he's throwing the garbage. What about the line conversations? This is these are the these are the cards you've been dealt, and you have to figure out what to do with them. And we've been talking about youth movement. I believe the thing I looked up on a on a past Fitzy and Hart episode was Will Greer's older than Patrick Mahomes. He is okay. So uh, yeah, that's that's why I wouldn't include Will Greer in that. If I want to go young, it's Malik Cunningham. And if it's Malik Cunningham, I don't think he's ready to run an NFL offense. And my same argument would be true. I don't think you're getting a fair view of Demario Douglas, Tyquan Thornton, and Kayshawn Booty. So. Uh, the point is the same. The best way to give those guys a fair chance to show their stuff is, for better or worse, to leave Mac in. Yes, and that's likely what you and that's likely what you need to do as well. Um, as much as we all would probably love to see a little something different, we'll see. Uh, I think we have time for one more call before the break. Here, uh, let's go to uh, Kenny. Kenny's in the cab. How are Kenny. you, Kenny? Oh no, they killed Kenny. Hey, Fifty. Hey, yeah. how are you, pal? <laughs> I heard that one before. No, hey, doing good, guys. Uh, thanks for taking the call. Sure. Um, so look. I don't think it's heresy 50, but I, I think the idea of trading Bill right now is like just sort of just short of insane. Um, first off, how many coaches in the NFL have won a Super Bowl? Do you, do you guys know? Six. Uh, I'm, I'm going to guess a handful, five or six. Nine. So Nine. it's just under a third of the league. But the amount of idiots that are running – these teams in the NFL like every year we see these teams hire coaches and they're constantly in the coaching carousel like just look at like teams like Chicago who have not been able to land down a coach for a decade now or two decades it feels like and you want to get rid of Belichick and sure the idea of the extra first round pick is awesome it's 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 fascinating you can workshop the draft board you can have a lot of fun with that but do you really want to be going into the coaching carousel with a complete unknown at head coach the same year you're going back into the QB carousel? Because yes. Mac likely not the starter next year. So do you want to be starting over at the two most important spots in the organization, head coach and quarterback, at the exact same time? Absolutely. Uh, and that's kind of where I feel. <laughs> no, I do. I think it's I mean, actually the perfect. That's my stance, Matt. I, just, I don't think you can do both at the same time. I, I think you got to give Bill one more shot with another QB. QB. Yeah, I, I go the opposite. I think it's the perfect time. And don't work from a position of fear. Work from a position of confidence. Robert Kraft hired Pete Carroll. Good coach. Robert Kraft hired Bill Belichick. Good coach. Trust Robert Kraft to find you a good coach. Figure out which quarterback is going to be the quarterback. Marry them up together so they can build and learn and grow together so that you don't have a change down the line that could disrupt the pairing, the cohesion, the synergy that you could have in that position. And I would also argue Bill Belichick at most has three years left in him. And for the last three years, he's been a bad NFL coach. So I don't know why you're holding on to him. All right. We appreciate the call, Kenny. Thanks for, uh, thanks for chiming in. His line is open at 617-779-7937. We will flip the script and get to our final hour here on the program. I see your calls, Paul, Scott, Rick. Don't you guys go anywhere. 220, Mike Dusso from Patriots.com joins us. It's Fitzy and Hart, hour number three, coming up here on WEI. 
WEEI Football Sunday. Sunday, New England will take on Washington at home at Gillette Stadium. And WEEI's Football Sunday will get you game ready. It's Gresh, it's Arcan. Cadlick will be there. We'll talk with Christian Fourier, Coach Wiggins' keys to the game. How do the Patriots bounce back after starting the year 2-6? and six? Does the resurgence begin on Sunday? We'll decide on WEEI Football Sunday. WEEI Football Sunday is brought to you by New England Recovery Center in Westboro and by Kubota Tractor and the New England Kubota Tractor Dealers. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.